Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is Conversations with Olivia Jade, an iHeartRadio podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Conversations. Today's guest, if you are familiar with the ABC franchise, I think you'll definitely know who she is. She's been on Dancing with the Stars. She's been on The Bachelor. She's hosted The Bachelorette. Um, She's really involved herself in the whole space. And I'm so curious from just like the little things to like where she started and how she got here. And I think probably a lot of you are curious as well if you're a fan. So I'm very excited to have Caitlin Bristow on the podcast today. And I really hope you guys enjoy this episode. Hi. Hi. Oh, look how cute your background is. Well, yeah, I, I, uh, it's wallpaper and a neon sign and I, yeah, it's my little like ladies lounge, I call it. I love that. That's so cute. Well, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. Your hair looks great that color. Thank you so much. I just dyed it and I don't know what came over me. Thank you. Yeah, I really like it. Um, Did you just get back from the tour? Did it just end? Um, So it got, it ended at the end of March. Okay, so you've been you've been done for a second. Yeah, it feels like it was just ended yesterday, but I'm also like brain fog is so real for me right now because I was in Mexico. And when mm-hmm. you get back from vacation, everybody always says you need a vacation from a vacation because for it was sure. that kind of vacation. So don't mind my brain fog today. No worries at all. Um, well, you want to tell everybody a little bit about yourself today. We have Caitlin Bristow on the podcast. I'm so excited and um, we can just jump right into it. But for those maybe who don't know you, 
Yeah. Where you come from, everything. I come from a teeny tiny little town in Alberta called Leduc in Canada. And uh, I grew up there. I wanted to be a dancer my whole life. That's what my mom was a professional ballerina. I wanted to follow in her footsteps. I had this whole dream of being a dancer. I moved to Vancouver, Canada to be a part of a dance company. It didn't work out for me. And then I was like, well, I guess I'm going to pick up my stuff and move with my boyfriend who was a hockey player, very Canadian of me. Mm -hmm. And we moved kind of all over the place. And I ended up completely losing myself and was just a shell of myself because I was living somebody else's life. And my girlfriend was like, you need to go on the bachelor when like, cause we broke up obviously. Right. Uh, she goes, you need to go on the bachelor. And I was like, do they even pick Canadians? Like can Canadians go on that show? And she was like, yeah, they always pick Canadians. And so she filled out all the information for me, kind of sent in my application and they ended up calling me a year later. So I was on season 19 of the bachelor. And then I become, uh, become, became <laughs> season 11 bachelorette. And then from there, I went on to start my podcast off the vine. And I started a wine label called spade and sparrows. And I have a hair accessory line called do edit. And then I ended up winning dancing with the stars period. That is boss yeah. woman in a nutshell. It's actually so crazy to think though, because something like the bachelor has presented so many opportunities and like completely changed your life. And you're one of yeah. like the OGs, I would say, because I feel like now the show is so different. Yes. And just like, because I remember watching, like I was an, always an avid fan of the show with my mom. I'd like make her, I'd force her to watch it with me. And I was like way too young to probably even understand what was going on. <laughs> um, yeah. But I remember your season. And then I remember a few seasons after. And then obviously with like the rise of social media, I feel like it changed so much. Yes. But I have so many so questions much. about like <laughs> me just being a super fan, but like, really yeah. like the old school kind of bachelor vibe because I feel like now maybe maybe I'm wrong but I feel like now it's turned into like sometimes people go on for maybe hoping like for this world that some have created after and yeah. I think like when you guys all went on it that was like a genuine like it was a dating show it really was Yes, it was so genuine. I mean, I knew that you could make a name for yourself like I knew mm -hmm. some people went on to like you know hosting gigs like on E! News or whatever, if, you know, if that was, they chose to go that route, but social media was not um, what it is today. Mm -hmm. And I genuinely went on being like, mm, like if I fall in love, that's great. If I build something from it, that's also great. But social media was not, you know, the way of the world it, you couldn't build a business or a platform the way you can now you couldn't make money off of it. It wasn't like a thing where I went on to the show and I was like, Ooh, I'm going to get a bunch of Instagram followers right. like that thought never crossed my mind. And it, I feel like it was on my season where social media really kind of started to blow up with people following people from the show. So it was a, it was a wild experience. Did you feel like when you were off the show, just such a big like switch in your world of like walking down the street and having people know you now? And was that like kind of weird to adjust? It, it was and it wasn't. I don't know why my parents and my sister and everyone always was like, Caitlin, you were cut out for this lifestyle. Like, so when like my whole life, I thought I was going to be maybe like a backup dancer or do movies or TV with dancing. Like I thought I was going to do something. Um, so when this happened, my whole family was kind of like, yeah, of course you went on The Bachelor. That's so something you would do. That's hilarious. And so when it happened, of course, it was not normal to walk down the street and have people recognize me. But it was just like the transition was so weird because I turned from like an extrovert into an introvert. And I think that was Ooh. the weirdest transition for me because I was so outgoing. I was always out. I was always talking to everybody, making new friends. And everyone would have been like, Caitlin's the biggest extrovert. And then when I came off the show, it was almost like 
I enjoyed my personal time and my personal space and I didn't trust anybody. Mm. And it was more like, that's what changed for me. I actually relate to that a lot as well. Obviously I wasn't on The Bachelor, but um, I do feel like when like certain parts of life and certain aspects get like a little bit more public, it completely like made me go the opposite. Yeah. And just want to like keep everything super private and not have like that judgment or whatever it is. It's like, I think it can even be like subconscious sometimes. At least for sure. I didn't even I didn't even realize I was doing that. Like a lot of my close friends, we actually had this whole debate one time with Jason. My fiance was like, oh, Caitlin's such an introvert. And then it was with all of my friends who've known me for so long. And they're like, she's not. She's actually an extrovert. But this situation has made her go inwards. Like and we had this whole debate about it because I would have thought after I came off of a TV show, I would have loved like meeting new people and being like, oh my God, yeah, yeah, let's like take a photo. Yeah. I thought I would be like so comfortable with that. Right. Um, but weirdly, yeah, I went inward and obviously you can understand that. Yeah, totally. And then you were the bachelorette. Mm-hmm. How was that experience? <sighs> was so that weird was- dating like so many guys at once and having to like choose? Yes. It feels so wrong because you would never do that in the outside world, but you really have to compartmentalize like, okay, this is not the outside world. This is a TV show. So you've got to make TV and you've got to make good TV. um, But you also are trying to find love and that is a real thing. And it was, you know, I, I went my whole life not knowing how, you know, I've never been on a reality TV show before. I've never experienced television. So it was, I I, uh, went on to the bachelor, like pretty naive and, you know, didn't understand that producers had to make a TV show. Whereas when I was the bachelorette, I was like, okay, like let's make some good TV and mm-hmm. let's fall in love. And that was like the most dangerous combination because yeah. I ended up, you know, hurting so many people's feelings and um, losing people's trust and constantly disappointing everybody. And then just ended up being so hard on myself because the thing that I hate the most in life is disappointing people I care about. And that's what i felt like I just constantly was doing yeah. well. People were judging me for it. But looking back now, I mean, it's been so many years that right. I would have said like it was hell. It was really honestly hell for me to go through that. But I would do it all over again. And uh, I just think like it's like you said earlier, it's gotten me so many opportunities. And I feel like I'm just able to live the life that I'm like, I love doing podcasting. Right. I love having a wine label. And I wouldn't have had that without the show. So um, years later, I'm able to look back at it with like, see the grace. positives. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I know. But I feel like also that's not really your fault. You did have like, literally you had to date all the different guys. So, I mean, that's the format of the show. Yeah. I had no, I mean, no it was choice. fun for the first, yeah, <laughs> it was fun for the first like few weeks. Cause you know, you've got a bunch of good looking dudes and they're all like, Oh my God, Caitlin. And they right. put you on this pedestal. Right, right, and then right. after a while you're like, oh shit, this gets really real. Yeah. Then you actually yeah. start to like feel for these people. And yes. like, even if it's not like in an in love way, you're like, well, I still care. And I don't want to hurt you. Cause I'm the same way. I like really? hate disappointing people. I would, I think I've hurt anybody's feelings. I'm like so messed up over it. I feel so bad. So I cannot imagine doing that. Yes. But like big props to you. And oh, then you. after Bachelorette, time has gone on, living life you end up hosting the double bachelorette season, right? Yes. That was so wild. Yes. How was that? Was that weird? And how did that come about? And then like, not why you, because you're amazing, but did you stay connected with the franchise to that when obviously Chris Harrison had to leave? Like, 
I'm just so curious about how that came about. I'm, I still am kind of curious about how that all played out because I, I, I keep thinking like, well, how did I get like, what turn did I take in life that I was, you know, taking over a role that was such an important role and some, and, and one that had been, you know, the, the role that has been filled for so long by the same consistent person who was so good right. at his job and everyone knew he was the face of the franchise. And so it was interesting because I did keep in touch with so many people uh, from, you know, the show producers mm-hmm. or certain people I had like bad blood with because I felt manipulated. Um, but, you know, we all after time and healing, right. you can come around and see that they were just doing their jobs. But um, so I kept in touch with certain people and then I kind of was like, I felt like maybe even a bit blacklisted from the show after for a while because I was so bitter and I'm a very like honest person who speaks my mind about Mm -hmm. everything. And I probably said a little too much and they were like, well, don't bite the hand that feeds you. Like we'll show you kind of thing. Right. And so it was a bit of like shock, like butting heads for a little while after that. But I think after, you know, after I broke up with my past relationship from the show, I realized how much of a platform that was for me to live a life that I wanted to live and then kind of got back in the good books. And I was so shocked because when they called me to do that, I was like, is it a hosting role? And they're like, we're not really sure what it's going to look like. Like they're kind of trying to figure it out as time goes on too. So they were like, it's kind of like a mentor role. Um, You and Tasha would kind of go in and, you know, help with the bachelorette and talk her through some things that only a handful of people that could do, you know, women having conversations that they couldn't have with Chris Harrison, but it's more of a mentor Mm -hmm. um, role, not, um, not host. And then we got there and we were doing the show and I'm like, well, this is definitely hosting. Like we're doing the final, here's the final (laughs) rows and going in for the certain parts and like tinking the glass to be like, okay, giving out the first impression. You were hosting. (laughs) <laughs> you yeah, were hosting, exactly. for sure. So then the next season, I was like, okay, we're hosting. So then I got it in my head that like we could potentially be hosts of the show. And I thought it made so much sense because if I had a woman that was helping me there that had been in my shoes before, that would have, well, I mean, it might've changed everything. So yeah. maybe it wasn't a good <laughs> idea, but I feel like it just would have helped mentally so much yeah. more to have someone empower you and validate your insecurities and everything that you're going through. So um, I just kind of had now put my head in the space of like, oh, maybe I could potentially host this. So I was a little sad when they didn't go with us again for a bachelorette, but I get having a cons- consistent host and yeah. makes um, well, it could have been I you guess. guys. So what the heck? But yeah, I agree. What oh, the heck? Cool. Um, no, but that's amazing. You guys did a really great job on that. Thank I'll stop, you. I'll stop about The Bachelor now because you have so many other things. <laughs> that's okay. I just super fan. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. 
Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. We obviously both did Dancing with the Stars. You won yes. Dancing with the Stars, which is so exciting. And I feel like a lot of people, unless you've been on the show, and I was huh. talking about this recently with somebody who was at um, a dinner with me and we had like started talking randomly and she was like, I did Dancing with the Stars and it like randomly came up and I was like, people don't understand how mm. tiring that show is and how much work goes into it and you fucking oh won it. <laughs> it is literally the definition of blood, sweat and tears. Like you put everything into it mentally, physically, emotionally. It's so draining and so much work and so many hours of your day. Like people really don't know until they're, unless they've been on the show, like how much work you put into it. And I just remember like, in the last three weeks of it, I was like, send me home. I can't do this anymore. But, you know, mm. I'm I would be like, but then I'd get on the dance floor and be like, I can't go home. I know. Um, but like my ribs were injured. My ankle was injured. I was just like in pain the whole time. And I just like had that mentality of like, you just got to get through another day. And right. then the next day came and you just got to get through another day. But yeah. And you did so great on the Thank show. You. you were one of our favorites. You're so sweet. Thank you. I was so nervous because. I've never danced before. So I was like, I don't know if this show, if this could, this could do the exact opposite. I want people to like see my like personality, but like, what if I just come across and it's so embarrassing and I can't dance, but I honestly had so much fun doing it that it like made it worth it. it. Um, But you know, what's funny too. I remember like, you know how they make you do those interviews after like every probably like twice a week or something where you go in yeah. and then you sit there for hours and then you leave and then you go back to practice or whatever it was. I missed yeah. one of them one time. My agent's calling me like, where are you? They're all like, they have to leave, whatever. And I just remember like sobbing on my bed. I was so <laughs> stressed. I was like, no, I can't do it. Like I'm tired. I know. And it's I know. brutal. 
It really is. It really is a brutal process. That's obviously like you get so much out of it. And then yeah. when it's just finished and then you go home, you're like, it was such a whirlwind and it changes your whole life and perspective. Crazy. And you like, feel like you've accomplished so much and then it just ends so abruptly. And then you're like, what just happened? And then <laughs> literally what just you happened? could never do something like that again, but then you miss, you know, your partner and everybody around and the Monday nights. It's so Who fun. Who are you partners with again? Artem. Artem, right. He's so lovely. And then when you when you were going on tour, were you like hesitant at all? Or was it just like 100 percent? I'm down. Zero hesitation. I because because of my passion for dance my whole life, I was like, if you told me I was going to tour on a tour bus dancing with professionals like in different cities on a bus, I was like, this is a dream come true. So, um, yeah, zero hesitation. I was like, sign me up. I'll do the whole tour. How (laughs) was the tour? Because you got to be with like Amon and Amanda and some people from my season who I adore. Also, how funny is Amon? He is. He's one of my favorite people I've ever ever come across in my whole life. Ever. just the happiest, funniest, most chill, laid back, coolest. Like I just, we ended up bonding so much because we were always backstage, like not in all of the dances. So we would learn the choreography together backstage and like do hilarious versions of the show. But yeah, it was so fun being on tour. I truly thought it would be way harder than it was. I thought, you know, being away, um, on a bus, sleeping on a bus every night, trying to podcast and run my businesses while being on the road. Like it was hard, of course, don't get me wrong, but I loved every second of it so much because I got along so well with everybody and there was no drama and it was just surprisingly like easy and, and fun. And we just like bonded. It felt like family. And, um, I miss the bus nights so much, not the sleeping part, but like the bonding game yeah. nights, drinking wine, all those kinds of things. Yeah. That sounds, I feel like also with, at least with my season and I'm sure it's similar to you as well. Like you get so close with everybody on the show yeah. at the time, just cause like everybody feels like they really understand what each one is going through. And like, I feel so lucky with the people I had on my season. Cause I'm like, some were like you close in age season. with me. And then some were just like such great mentors to have around. And then yeah. you, we had like Melora who was like mom figure to me. And then like Amon who I would totally. like just hang with most of my time. And then I had Jojo yeah. who was like little sister, adorable, fun to be around. So um, yeah, you did have a good season of people. Yeah. I remember being like, Oh, that looks like fun. And everybody like, what's crazy is it's so competitive, but everybody's also rooting for each other totally. because you know, like you said, what you're going through. And so it's such a unique atmosphere because I'm the most competitive person going. Like I need to check myself even in my relationship sometimes because I'm so competitive. Yeah. And so for me, it was so interesting because I was like, wow, I'm really like rooting for the people that are up against me. I know. And it's because you, you do, you just understand what you're going through and it becomes a family. But I will say our season was so different from any other one because ours was right like COVID right COVID and we couldn't even hang out with each other like it was nuts yeah I think ours we were supposed to not hang out with one another and they would like try and be strict but I think also by that time it was kind of like a free-for-all totally um so it kind of worked out but when you were on tour was it hard being away from obviously like Jason and I I saw you have two dogs yes oh my gosh they're right on my feet right now it was really hard to be away from them but this is not really a good thing, but I was prepped for it because of filming back to back bachelorette seasons. And from being dancing with the stars, like we were kind of in this mentality that we're like, Oh, we get to miss each other. And we'll like, you know, but, but that being said, it was actually really hard and we were supposed to be planning a wedding. And when I came back, he was gone on a book tour and we've kind of been like, 
gosh, we need to reconnect because we want to plan this wedding and we are so disconnected from being apart and being so busy that now that, I mean, he's coming home tonight from New York and we're like, let's just like sit down and talk because we just have not been able to do that. And that's also like so hard. I feel like in a relationship too, because it's so much about like spending that quality time and like keeping the romance alive. Yeah, no, that, that went out the window for us because we were just both so busy and then realized how important that quality time is and, and needing to make up for lost time. Because when we got back, it was like, wait, like, what have you been doing? And what's like, he would come to, you know, a couple cities, but it's just, it's really hard. Relationships are hard in general. And when you're doing long distance and both have your own careers and trying to plan a wedding, like it's relationships are so hard. Totally. And he was a part of bachelor franchise as well. Yeah. Yes. But he was on somebody else's season before. Yes. If I so remember he, correctly. Yeah. So he was on Becca Kufrin's season. Right. I um, remember that. Yes. And it was so funny because, of course, I had this three and a half year engagement from the show. Right. And that is pretty like crazy for, you know, if, usually at that point, people will stay together because it's been three and a half years. Right. And usually, you'd know by that point. But um, so when we broke up, I was like, never again will I date somebody in the Bachelor franchise. Like, I didn't even want to date anyone that was like, had anything to do with social media or wanted a platform. Some normal dude. <laughs> I was like, I thought it was so hot. If people didn't have Instagram, I was like, oh, hot. Um, and then I interviewed him on my podcast and I was like, well, shit. <laughs> he's cute. Yeah. That's how you guys really connected nice. was an interview? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I went out to thought? Seattle to visit a friend. Um, and I was like, who's in Seattle that I could interview from like bachelor franchise. And there was a couple people and Jason was one of them. And so I rented a studio and he came to the studio and that's when we met was through the podcast. Oh, that's so cute. And you got to be in person, which is nice. Obviously I was going to say yeah. you did this over zoom and you knew that's wild. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was pre pandemic when things were normal. So that's how you guys met. And then was it instant, like you guys posting and just like announcing you're together? Was it like the secret, let's run around a little bit, figure it out? I'm such an open book and he's a little bit more on the secretive side. Um, So that was tricky because I also was dealing with the outside world thinking I was moving on too fast Mm. because they thought I just jumped from like an engagement with Sean to this relationship with Jason when really my relationship with Sean had been struggling for so long. And then you don't expect, you know, you find people when you least expect it. And that's definitely what happened. But we were like, kind of just like got to a point where people would take photos of us or see us or we were out and we were just like, why are we hiding anything? It wasn't, it wasn't like an instant connection when we met because I was going through a hard time. Like I was still sad. Right wasn't looking um but he walked out of the podcast so I've told the story a million times but of course you don't know this so um (laughs) he walked out of my podcast called his mom and he was like I just met my future wife and I walked out of the podcast and I was like they need to make that guy the bachelor stop (laughs) and just like my brain was not in that you know zone to feel anything towards him so we just like we kind of were like i friend zoned him so hard like he would be like gosh you're such a bro and I was just such a bro with him for so long to the point where we like we talked all the time and then it just kind of turned into what it, what it is. I feel like those are the best ones too, though, when you actually like get totally. to know somebody slowly without it being like, okay, like, let's just see what happens or whatever it is. Like that's, I yeah, feel like it the, was nice. the best way to do it. At least in like past relationships I've been in when I'm like 
when I date somebody, like after like a week of knowing them, I'm like, this is not going to work. Yeah, that's usually <laughs> like the the falling in lust when it just happens all too fast yeah. and then it ends in disaster. I've been there too. <laughs> For sure. Um, okay, so wedding plans. Yes. Take no. <laughs> no. <laughs> do you want to do it in LA, like destination, back home? We want to do it in Nashville. We Cute. don't have a date. We've reached out to three different venues and we are trying to pick a date because that's what you do. That's usually right. the next step. And we have a wedding planner. Um, but again, it's just like, we are, we need to like get back on the same page because we have not done anything. And it's like, of course, that's what people want to know. And of course we want to have answers of when course. people ask us how wedding planning is going, but it's so hard when we're in the positions that we're in even with the wedding planner, I thought it would be easy breezy because we signed a wedding planner and I thought he would just be like, okay, do this. Here's this. This, this is going to go here. You're going to do this. But oh, it's so much more than that. Yeah. And I want, yeah, I, that's something Jason, and I need to really sit down. Maybe when about. he's back from New York. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what we said. Like, but that's so funny. Cause we we're like, oh, we'll do it in Mexico. We're, you know, in Tulum. It's such a vibe so there. We can like sit down and, you know, do some stuff. No, we were, we had an itinerary from our friend. It was back to back, like his birthday going out doing this. And then I got back and or we got back, he goes to New York and we're like, this is just chaos. <laughs> we got to really make this happen. Yeah. I feel like that yeah. probably takes so much work. And I also feel like it's hard too, because maybe this is just like stereotypical of me to say, but I feel like for like women are normally the ones that are like really trying to plan it not trying to plan it, but like maybe I not just think we're me. more responsible and on our shit. And so we'll be like, we got to get this done. That's exactly right. But Jason's that one in the relationship. Oh, I'm good. not on, I'm not a planner. Like I'm actually terrible at planning things or just anything. Like I get overwhelmed so easily, but Jason's usually the one that's a little bit more of the planner. And I think I kind of relied on that where he was relying on the wedding planner. And then I was relying on the two of them and it yeah. just got like lost. Um, but yeah, women are usually, you know, they're, we are multitaskers to the maximum and Boss. usually can handle it all I and know. know how we want things done. Well, also you're handling like 20 other different things and I want to talk about them. So your podcast, uh, can yeah. you tell them a little bit about it and what it's about? Yes. It's my favorite thing that, I mean, no wine is too. I, I love doing a podcast because I just love connecting with people. And like, I always say you never have like a real authentic conversation with people anymore where there's no phones, where mm -hmm. you're just in the zone for one hour talking about things that are important or feelings or, you know, feeling like you can laugh or cry or just have the safe place where other people can relate to. So I started the podcast, gosh, this is like five years ago now. I feel like I should look into that. It's either five, four or five. years. I think it's I think it was five years ago I started. Oh, so you were kind of starting like before this was a thing. Yeah, I remember being like, what is this all about? Like, what is the podcast? I always, when I was little, wanted a radio show. That was Cute. like another secret little dream of mine. And I'd interview my family and I'd have this like, I'd always love being on a microphone and asking people questions. And so when podcasting, that's, I was like, what an interesting time to get into podcasting. Like, I think this is going to be a thing. And so I started it. It's called Off the Vine. And um, basically everyone who knows me knows I just love a glass of wine. I love socializing with like close friends or having nice conversation over a glass of wine. I spill like, not, not tea, like it's not gossipy. It's like, like I'll tell embarrassing stories about anything. Like I yeah. just, people are like, why do you share so much information? And I'm like, it's just who I am. Just open and honest. Um, I love that. Yeah. So it's basically, I'll have guests on anyone from like reality TV or influencers or um, 
country music artists because I live in Nashville. I've had a lot of them on. And we basically just have a glass of wine or not. If it's 10 in the morning, I'm not going to make them drink. Um, Five o'clock somewhere. And have real conversation about like either hardships or how they got to where they are in their career and um, like how they've learned lessons in life from going through heartbreak or, you know, and pretty, I mean, of course, promoting whatever they have going on. It's usually just 45 minutes to an hour of just real conversation. And I make my guests always confess something to me. So usually there's an embarrassing story in there or a game we play. And it's basically, I just like people walking away from the podcast being like, whoa, I just escaped for 45 minutes and like, can't stop smiling or like feeling like I like to empower women to just be so authentic to themselves and go after what they want to go after. I love and that. yeah, it's so fun. That's amazing because I feel like for me, I started my podcast kind of recently and I'm still yeah. like very much trying to figure it out. Oh, well, you're doing great, by the way. Thanks. You're really easy to talk to. So it's not like challenging, <laughs> but I also <laughs> want to, you're doing great. Yeah. I also want to just like get a little bit more comfortable with it I think still because it it can be so it can just be like so awkward I feel like for me at least and then I'm always afraid of saying the wrong thing yeah you gotta let that go though because do you mean to the guest or like like people to hear well if I say the wrong thing to the guest I'm pretty quick to clear it up like yeah it's fine but I'm I'm more afraid of like everything I say getting like picked up somewhere and then like just one sentence of what I say is like in the news and then everybody's like this girl you kind of gotta surrender to that you gotta surrender to that because it's gonna happen regardless and that'll get more people to listen to your podcast and it sucks like there's so many times where I see a headline from the podcast or like somebody's upset with me because from my podcast it's been a headline and I'm like I have no control over that and I know if anything like that'll make and and a lot of people do. It sucks because a lot of people just read headlines or um, just see something. They don't read the full article or listen to the whole podcast. So yeah. you kind of just got to like brace yourself because those things will happen. But also you'll like connect with so many great people yeah, and you'll sure. work out the kinks and you'll like get your you'll find your groove where you're just like I, you're already really an. I'm not just saying this, like you're natural at asking questions and like okay, cool. transitioning into the next one. Thanks. So I feel like you're going to be good. Thank you so much. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Speaking of transitioning, wine company. <laughs> I'm yeah. obsessed with wine as well. How did you start that? Oh my gosh. Well, what kind of wine do you drink? Or I drink all of it? red wine. I mean, I like all wine. Like if I'm in the day or like by a pool or something, I'm probably going to have like white wine or rose. But at yeah. night, I probably am going to be drinking red. That's the exact same as Or me. a glass um, of tequila. Uh, same tequila and wine are like my jam yeah I that I'm a little tequila out from Mexico but sure. um not really but not really <laughs> give yourself like 48 um, hours you'll be back yeah <laughs> the the wine was actually way harder than I thought it was good because I think from coming off the show and getting opportunities or brand deals like some of them will just you know come to you and they'll you know you don't have to prove yourself you just put your name on something and hopefully you right. believe in it. I'm very, I've turned down so much money and I hate saying that out loud because it sounds so stupid and cocky, but I've turned down so much money just to like align myself with the right products or things that I actually believe in. And so from doing that, I was like, gosh, it makes so much sense for me to start my own wine label. I don't want to slap my name on somebody else's wine. And like, I want to put in the work and I want it to yeah. be mine. And I thought it would be easier, but um, I luckily have a really incredible team. I have two business partners that have really helped with like the logistics of things. Um, but I got to go out to Napa. I got to try so many different wines and create the one I want, like different percentages of like a, a Cab Franc or like a Cab. I actually got to like measure and put in oh, and really like cool. make my own what I love to drink. And so that was a really fun process, even though. I didn't use the spit bucket and I got way too drunk the first night. And <laughs> I would do the I, same. Yeah. I was like so hammered and I was like, I love it. This is the wine. And then the next day we got all excited. We opened it to have it with dinner. And I was like, this is disgusting. I was oh, drunk. You were just and, like wasted and thought anything at that point would have been like, yeah. 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 So I had to start all over, but yeah, it's really hard because in this, in that industry, you do have to prove yourself, especially as a, it's a very, like, it's a man's world, the wine 100%. industry. I feel like not. the alcohol businesses just, 
really yeah, you're right. dominated it, by it men. Is. Yeah. And there you sit, there's like a slogan in the wine world that like, um, make the, uh, make the wine for men and the women will follow something like that. And I was like, ew. And so I wanted to like, yeah, exactly. I wanted to just flip that on its head and come up with this like boss ass, like feminine wine brand that, you know, guys will enjoy drinking. Yeah. Women will enjoy drinking. Anyone can enjoy it. And, but like without the rules, like, I don't care if you pair it with a, you know, filet or whatever, like pair it with chips. I don't care. I just want it to be like not snobby and really fun. And, um, I had to really prove myself in that industry because there's been a lot of celebrity wines, quote unquote, um, that have not worked. So I've worked really hard at it and it's, I love it. It's actually the wine I like choose to drink at night. It's not just like me being like, yeah, it's as it should be. That's amazing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to send you some. Yes. I would love some. Where is it being sold? So you can get it at spadeandsparrows.com. Cool. Um, there's a lot of, like in California, it's in over 175 Walmarts. Oh, that's amazing. Um, yeah. We're working really hard to get it in Targets right now. Um, some states has it in retail. Um, a lot of places in Canada have it in retail, but overall, um, you can buy it online, which is, it's, it's tough because online, obviously you have to pay for shipping. So I always encourage people, I'm like, don't just buy one bottle. Are you going to pay the same amount of, you know, for the shipping that it is for one bottle, you buy six bottles or 12 wine only gets better. And then you only pay the $20 for shipping. Yeah. There you go. That's actually, that makes perfect logic. Um, true or false. If your wine label gets in to target, is it true that you're going to get a target tattoo? True. <laughs> How could they say no? I will literally be a walking brand of Target. I Just am like, like the red dot have... on the forehead. I'm, I mean, maybe not so much. On, I'm so spontaneous with stuff like this. Like I just went today. It's actually hurting so bad. I just Piercing. got this pierced right here. Oh it my hurts gosh. so bad. See, like I'm, I really want more piercings because all mine on my ears closed up, but I'm like, oh, I can't like it. the sleeping on my head. And I, know I sleep like this. Okay, see, I sleep on my side and I can't do it any other way. And I think also that's like not great for you anyway, but I that's like well, why I'm hesitant to get piercings because I like think about my sleep. I, hey, that's fair enough. Nobody likes their sleep like Caitlin Bristow. I love <laughs> sleep. It like it's I need nine hours to function in my day, but I'm very like I'm just spontaneous with tattoos. Like, do you have tattoos? Yeah, yeah, I've got a spade and then I've got sparrows on the back of my arms. Oh, cute. So it all aligns with like what you're passionate about and your business names and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. There's always a story behind everything. And then I have like teardrops. Look at this teardrops. So I go. Oh, that's so cute. I just have a bunch of random tattoos everywhere. And like in Mexico, not this trip, but the one before I had too much tequila. I got a diamond tattooed on me. Like I don't even. Well, then I was like, oh, look, diamonds are a girl's best friend. That's the song I won the mirror ball to. Oh, okay. It's, that has meaning. Yeah. That counts. So it all makes sense. Um, so yeah, with the Target, if my wine gets into Target, I was like, I will 1000% get like a dainty little like like Target circle, like black and white or something. Like I'm not going to do a big red stamp. Right. So, no, I I would though, if they got it in, I would be so proud. <laughs> like, I'll do anything. <laughs> Walmart's like, what the hell? Why haven't you got a Walmart tattoo? It's so funny. <laughs> this is such a random, this actually has nothing to do with wine, but it has something to do with Target. I remember when yeah. I was young and I, my dad had a clothing line that was in Target. I think like before Target was really like, um, like, it was like, I was really young. And I remember yeah. always walking like through Target and seeing the his name. And it's such a bizarre name that I never really understood. Like, 
I would be like, it's so weird. My dad's name is like all really? in the store. Like, what's going on? This is so funny. And then like when I got older, they were like, that was his Wait, clothing line. Wait, what was your dad's clothing line? Massimo. What? Yeah. But That's I never knew that. That's your dad's clothing line? Yeah. His name's Massimo. I did not know that. Oh, that's crazy. Isn't that funny? But I remember like seeing that and being like, hmm, this is really bizarre that this name's in Target. Like, what are the odds somebody else's name is Massimo? <laughs> Just had no idea. <laughs> that's so funny. You found that bizarre. But weren't you like, my mom is on Full House? Like, wasn't that a crazy thing? I also didn't understand that. Well, I feel like my mom always really like I still have no idea if Full House was a big show or not. I'm so confused. What? Yeah, because I, well, I kind of know now a little bit, but it was just because when Fuller House came out, um, I was on YouTube. I had like started my YouTube channel and I was like really into like I knew like all the little behind the scenes of like how many views and how quick views are. And if it's up for two hours and it has right. over 200,000 views, that's like really great or whatever it was. Right. And yeah. so when the Fuller House trailer came out, I was older um, and I saw how many views it was getting. And I like remember going into my mom's room and being like, was Full House a big show? Like, why does this have like over like 14 million views in a day? Like, I don't understand. Oh my and gosh. I love how just, humble like, your mom was. I would have been like, I am Auntie Becky. No, like, that she was, was my life. Like my growing up every day, that, that was my favorite show ever. And I still watch it just to like feel like nostalgic. Yeah. Like I, I've seen a few episodes as I've grown up a little bit. I remember when I was young, I was like, I don't want to watch my mom kiss John Stavos, which is just so <laughs> dumb. That's amazing. Um, so I was like really weird about it. But I feel like she, I feel like she genuinely believes like it was like a not, not that crazy of a show because she, what? or she's just like extremely humble. I have no idea. She must be because that was like, if you asked me, that was like the biggest show that was everyone watched full house. And it was like back when everyone watched cable, like nobody was on YouTube or Netflix or anything like that was the show. OG for sure. Oh yeah. Way back in the day. But yeah, that's why I dyed my hair red. I love it. (laughs) I was like, and it makes sense. I was like, I have no idea. I've never dyed my hair before. And if I'm going to change the color, maybe I'll change it to like somebody in my family that had similar hair when they were my age. It makes sense. It adds up. Um, I'm not going to keep you for too long and take up all your time, even though I could literally talk to you for hours. But what's upcoming? Anything you have next um, plan that you want to share? I always drop new edits for my hair accessory line. So it's called Do Edit, D-E-W-E-D-I-T. And that's on Instagram. And we do so many fun drops. So we do usually one in like spring, summer, fall, winter. And we just did a bachelorette party one where it's like all neon and we did veils and like really fun bachelorette party stuff. And then the next one, I'm not even allowed, or I don't know if I'm allowed to say it, but whatever. Um, it's going to be like a full bridal edit. So, Cute. um, I usually just do fun things that I have going on and then like we're going to do a pride one and we just are always doing something new with it, which is so much fun. And then truly, I just I want everyone to be in my wine club because you can so you can be in the wine club and get a certain amount of bottles and you end up getting free shipping if you're in the wine club. I'll join your wine club. Do I just sign up online? I'm sending you the wine, um, but you should be our guest on the next wine club. We do Zoom parties all the time, That's like so every cute. three months and people come in and if they, you know, are in the wine club, they get to come hang out and do Zooms and we make either cocktails or we have a special guest on and it's play so games. Fun. It's so fun. So yeah, I hope to just, you know, do that and hope wedding planning is going to, next Up time next. I talk to you, hopefully I have way more to say than that. <laughs> exactly. Well, <laughs> thank you so much for coming on. You're a gem. 
and you're doing so much. And I know like people listening are going to feel really inspired by this because I feel like sometimes as a woman, it's overwhelming and it's scary to like put yourself in so many different fields and you are just a perfect example of doing it and crushing it. So congrats on my favorite motto is do it scared you can want to do anything and be scared but like do it scared so what if you're scared so what if you fail so what if it doesn't work just do it scared and thank you so much for having me on you are also a gem and i thought maybe you had this podcast for a while because you're doing really great thank you so much you're the best enjoy the rest of your day having me you too bye babe Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.